I feel like my music story slash journey is definitely not a straight line. It's, it is zigzags and all over the place. Hey everybody, this is John Alexander and welcome to another edition of the Band Twango podcast right from our beautiful offices on Music Row in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. It's a pleasure to have with me today uh, one of the brightest young emerging artists in the country music space. I'm talking about Dakota Danielle. Dakota, thank you, first of all, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I've been excited about this. You have been? Yeah, I have. It's just... I like podcasts and how, you know, they're done, and it's cool. Well, you're not a stranger to this. You've done this before. Yeah. I mean, well, I like, um, I listen to, I've been starting to get more into podcasts, actually. So I've been listening to some, to some crimes podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, my roommate is also a big listener of podcasts, so I'm starting to get more into those. Yeah, they're a, they're a good way to... Um, to learn about things, to yeah. find out more about people, and uh, they are, you know, growing by leaps and bounds. And I think everyone yeah. in the United States should have a podcast. Yeah, if you're traveling like like me, and sometimes you don't want to listen to the radio, you yeah. can just put on a podcast, and yeah. it helps I helps agree. kill the time. That's what I do. I mean, when I drive to New York or drive back, I, I load up the podcast. And I used to listen to audiobooks and some music, but now it's like, all right, I have all these great podcasts. So this 15-hour drive is not going to be too too bad because I have a lot of stuff to listen to. <laughs> um, let's get into your life. I mean, uh, you've had, uh, uh, at your age, and you don't have to mention how old you are. You're in your 20s. That's all I yeah. will say. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> um, you're just getting started in a lot of ways. and But in a lot of ways, your life experiences or been uh, uh, in a place where a lot of people don't have never experienced that. Uh, but you're yeah. from a little town, first of all. And I, I, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the town, so you can it just is. tell us. Yeah, it's it's a weird name. Um, it's called Tatopolis, and T Town for short. T Town, that's yeah. better than T Town for short. Tatopolis. We are home of the Wooden Shoes. That's our mascot. What do you mean the Wooden Shoes? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, it's like a, it's Dutch. Well, I know that because I used to have I used to have a pair when I was a kid. Yeah, it like <laughs> it um it's based off of the I guess um where the town came from. Like it's. All, so it's Swedish. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I take it you're part Swedish. No, it's no. more like German, but I guess I don't know the full background. Okay. <laughs> but I just know we're home you of take the one of those ancestry.com DNA tests? You would think that they would tell us the full story of yeah. that in our school, but we didn't um, get to know that. No, wooden shoes. Uh, uh, and this is a true story. It's a stupid story. I'm just going to say it. When I was a little kid, yeah. my dad owned a, a grocery store in Brooklyn, New York. And Tony Danza, if you know that name, who was uh, he used to deliver groceries. From, he was on Who's the Boss years ago. He was Italian. He was on Taxi. Oh, okay. Uh, Tony Danza. Anyway, he used to deliver groceries for my dad. And and <laughs> and one day, uh, I, I was visiting my dad at the grocery store in Brooklyn, and. I guess Heineken, the beer company, came in with wooden shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Tony Danza was wearing these wooden shoes in the grocery store, and I was like, Daddy, what's going on <laughs> with Tony? What is those shoes? Those are funny yeah. shoes. Yeah. And he goes, ah, he's crazy, you know, and, 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 and lo and behold, um, uh, I asked, I wanted a pair of those wooden shoes, too, from Heineken, and my dad was able to facilitate those, uh, but not realizing when you put your feet in them, you're going to get s- uh, splinters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they so my mother wasn't happy. So that's my wooden shoe story. <laughs> so anyway, I'm nuts, that's you know. Good. By the way, so you, I think you know that by now. I love it. I love that. So story. You, you grew up in T town in Illinois, yes. uh, middle of the country, kind of. And uh, were you always into music? Do you always like country? No, I I feel like my music story slash journey is definitely not a straight line. It's it is zigzags and all over the place. Okay. Um. I I mean, I did piano lessons when I was younger mm-hmm. for a couple years, but I quit that. And I mainly was really big into tennis. That was on my, it ran on the family on my dad's side. I played tennis grade school, junior high, all through high school. And my senior year of high school, I got sick of it, got burnt out and was looking for a change. Then I... Um, took me a while to figure out, like, well, what should I do as a change? And I found my mom's old guitar upstairs in a closet where she just played for her college sorority, nothing mm-hmm. major. And uh, I'm a person who can sometimes make impulse decisions. So I, right then and there, I was like, I'm going to play, learn how to play the guitar. So I ran downstairs and... And how old were you? I would have been, this would have been senior in high school. Okay. So how old would that be? Like 18? Yeah. 17 or 18? And ran downstairs and told my mom, hey, I'm, I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. And she automatically said, Dakota, we are not going to buy you a guitar because we bought you a piano and you quit it and you don't yeah. play anymore. <laughs> And something in that comment like, made me really determined to prove them wrong and um, more determined to try to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. So I saved up my money. I worked at a pizza place, pizza joint in town. Saved up my money. Was it run by Italians? No, it wasn't, surprisingly. So the, the pizza was probably... It was good. It was, it was like, pizza? Yeah. Have, you ever New, have you ever had New York pizza before? No. Then you can answer that question. Okay. I haven't. I haven't even been to New York. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's on my bucket list. Well, that's got to happen for you. Yeah. So you worked at a pizza place. I worked. Saving money. Yes, saving money. I bought my first guitar, mm-hmm. paid for my first two lessons, really loved it. I realized I had a passion for it. Okay. And it kind of just all fell into place from there. Wow. What type of music did you really enjoy growing up? I really enjoyed, I guess, what my mom listened to, which would be um, CCR, mm-hmm. Janis Joplin. Oh, love I Janice. really liked Aretha Franklin. Yeah. And uh, I even did like the Beach Boys, Alan Jackson, Toby Keith. It was random. It was Very, a little bit of everything. Yeah, what? The, just kind of great. It's well rounded. I, I yeah. love that. Um, you know, uh, I love it when artists talk about classic artists like people in my generation grew up with like the Janis Joplin's of the world and yeah and uh, yeah I mean like that makes it well-rounded I'm just going through like in my head all the CDs that I remember yeah. putting into the CD player I even like Neil Diamond um, yes there was a CD I can picture the CD so yeah I'll tell you a secret 
I used to like Barry Manilow in the 70s, if you ever heard really? of him. I mean, <laughs> one of the sappiest songwriters of all time. But every song he put out, I mean, I used to just kind of like, this guy's so cool. And my friends in college used to make fun of me because I like Barry Manilow and oh, Neil Diamond really? and, and oh. a few others. But I like the Eagles and, the, and yeah. Queen, and I grew up on the Beatles. I mean, and I yes. love all kinds of music myself. But uh, that the direction going into country music, when did you f- figure out, like, Boy, I I, I kind of think that I'm I would be a good fit for country. Honestly, um, it was when I started singing. Okay. I started. That was a process. Starting to sing, I would lock myself in my room, and I swear my mom would be on the other side of the door, trying to hear me. But once I started singing and playing along, I felt like. I was leaning towards at that time Miranda Lambert because mm-hmm. I was starting to play her on like her songs on the guitar, mm-hmm. and it was just country seemed to be the most that I enjoyed singing. I loved just telling the Miranda stories. Lambert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing about country, it's a great storytelling music. Yes, and that's what I think drew me yeah. towards it. And uh, and then you decided, like, hey, maybe Nashville could be a place for me. Yeah. Well, that was... Uh, I went to school for three years at Southern Illinois University, Carbondale. Mm-hmm. And I originally was going to be an advertising major. I got a job at the newspaper there on campus where I was a sales rep. So I would cold call people design ads for them for the newspaper quickly realized I did not like that. Yeah, that was you have to be a special person <laughs> yes. to be able to knock on a door and cold call somebody and hear no after no after you no. You do. Yeah. And uh, I realized that was not for me. Yeah. I did learn a lot though with with that experience. But the boss, the my boss at the time, the advertising director for the newspaper, he was a music person mm-hmm. and he really helped me grow and realize that it was more than just a passion. Like, you can make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got me seeing my first singing lessons. He taught me how to take care of my guitar. And he made me realize there was a music business program on the campus. And that is when I took classical guitar, singing, more like singing classes. And through that program, we would take trips to Nashville. Really? Yeah. And that's when I finally knew about Nashville. And that's how I found out about Middle Tennessee State University. Mm-hmm. And what intrigued me to move down here in the beginning was they had a commercial songwriting program at MTSU. And and my thought process, I was like, okay, I've taken classical guitar, taken guitar lessons. I have learned about singing, how to improve my voice. I have taken classical singing classes. The only thing I haven't touched on is the songwriting part. So the year I was supposed to graduate at Carbondale, I decided to take um, a leap and move down to MTSU and learn about songwriting because that was the only thing I haven't touched on. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I got here. What year was that? That would have been, let's see, I graduated from MTSU in 2016. Okay. So two years I spent there. So it would have been 2016. 14, mm-hmm. I came down here. So it's been, uh, they say it's a five-year town, right? 
Yeah. Sometimes they say it's a 10-year town, so I guess it's five years now. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. It doesn't well, feel like it. <laughs> and and the first, um, you know, you, you realize that this is where you want to be. You want to write some songs. You want to get into the community. And and, and for, you know, because we, we talk to artists all the time that are just coming almost like literally off the bus sometimes and yeah. with these wide eyes and aspirations like I'm going to go and play on Broadway and I'm going to get a record deal like tomorrow mm-hmm. and then they're you know they realize it's like, that oh. it's not easy yeah. uh, and people don't want to help you <laughs> people don't give <laughs> yeah. a shit literally uh, so um, what was your experience like when it was kind of like alright I'm going to do this and now um you have to have a strong personality to be able to yeah, break into this um, thing. So you personally, and then what advice do you give people who are yeah, coming into town uh, to try to do the same thing? Me personally, I'm a type of person where I do at times doubt myself. Uh, my parents were always the people that would take that doubt away. Um, but I also am the type of person that if someone tells me no or is, you know, not there to support me, it almost motivates me more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really helped me um, down here. But I have had, fortunately, great experiences. I feel like I, you know, the right people have been put in my life at the right time. Um, I just started off doing songwriter rounds. Well, first open Booking mic yourself, nights. like yeah. just going and yeah. showing up and open mics. and Honestly, when I first got here, I had no idea where to start. Yeah. You know? You're and trying to network to find out, you know, how, you know. Yeah. And anyone. So, you know, it would be open mic nights mm-hmm. and then songwriter, you know, rounds. And then those would turn into half hour where sets where I get to play originals. And then that would turn into, you know, I, I started to play, like, a little bit on Broadway, like, do a four-hour sets or stuff. So I guess advice would be for anybody who's coming here is just to, you know, don't give up and just be able to stay determined and work hard. Get a thick skin. Yeah. Like, if someone <laughs> tells you no, just be like, okay, that door's closed, another one's opening. Yeah. And that's what happens typically. If you, if yeah. you persevere and if you, first of all, if you have the talent too, uh, you know, there's a lot of people come here that, um, you know what I've found? I mean, there's a lot of people who come here with not very good talent. They're not very talented, but they got rich pa- family <laughs> that are able to like at least keep the kid's dream alive by spending a couple million bucks on on uh, bottom feeder consultants and people who promise you everything and putting you in the yeah. studio. And then there's an incredibly amount of people who are extremely talented and deserve deserve the opportunity, but don't oh, have yeah. the money to do it. And that's kind of one of the reasons we did Ban Twango. Yeah, which, I mean, you guys have helped me tremendously. And it was... We like know, helping good people. Yeah, like before I met you guys... Um, when I was recording, you know, my first two singles, um, I worked three jobs yeah. and also did gigs yeah. after those three jobs to try to, you know, pay for all that stuff and just to also try to get my music career going. So, yep. yeah. It's wow. What was the first song that you, uh, 
And how did you record it? I know that your mom would come here. Uh, the she she didn't live here. She lived in Illinois with your dad. Yeah, or, yeah, she did. Uh, and and, um, and so she started coming here regularly back uh, after come, college. Or yeah, she would try to come and visit once a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always enjoyed those times. Yeah. But dad would come along every now and then. Um, but I would also come home for gigs as well if I needed yeah. a weekend. Yeah. You know where I could play in my hometown. I would. Yeah, and you have a. Uh, following in that little, what is it, One Church, Two Bar yeah. Town? Yeah, <laughs> One Church, Three Bar Town. Three which, bars. Which now we have four. Four bars and one it's traffic light. Because, yeah, well, we don't even have a traffic light. Okay, it's that's just, gone. It's just a four, four, <laughs> like, four-way stop sign thing. You must be a star in that town. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's cool. It's, we, unfortunately, our KC Hall, like, burnt down. Mm-hmm. So now we have another bar that's like on our main street. Yeah. So it, wow. Now my song isn't technically true. It's wow. one church four bar town now. Wow. Well, I mean, um, uh, that is a good place to uh, maybe talk. What was the name of the first single that you did? Yeah, it's it's called One Church. That's the that's the first one. That's the one that you felt like this is going to be the first one, and you re- yeah. you wrote a lot of songs before that, I'm sure. But this is the one you felt strongly about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, it's a story of your hometown and your life. Yes, and it was. I was nervous because you know, like the first debut single that you put out is kind of explaining like who you are as an artist, mm-hmm. and I was nervous putting it out. But I had a lot of great feedback uh, especially yeah. from my hometown <laughs> yeah yeah so why don't we give that a listen right now uh and we're going to hear uh dakota's very first single uh which is entitled one church three bar three bar town it's I guess just called one the, church though we one church is the the title short title okay one church three bar town is like the full all right we're going to uh, play that for you right now and then uh, talk about it and talk about talk more with Dakota right after this sounds here's good. the song I don't know <laughs> you probably heard every small town song where you reach the county line but keep driving on to the riverbanks and on the tailgate You've probably been down a lot of dirt roads Turning up that radio with the stars above Watching them lightning bugs There's only one way, one way out Way too much to talk about This ain't your typical small town in the Bible Belt You've probably been barefoot on the dashboard Saying, baby, turn it up more Singing out at the top of our lungs Yeah, I'm being young You've probably been heartbroken Knowing you'd see them again In the same old place With the same old friends In the same old town There's only one way one way out, way too much to talk about This ain't your typical small town 
great song. I love that song to this day. I love the video that you did for it, One Church, and the music video came out, and you got a little traction for that. Yeah. Uh, And since then, you've put out an EP. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have another single that's out right now, which is a very personal story. Yes. Um, So, I mean, uh, you have had uh, a tumultuous, um, a very personal, uh, really devastating couple of years. Um. You lost your parents within yeah. a year of each other, mm-hmm. so, and you're an only child. And so uh, that that uh, part of your story um, is just incredibly sad. I can't even imagine it. I lost my parents, you know, separately. They were much older in age, and uh, the process uh, is never easy, no matter what happens. But uh, yeah. your perseverance and your resilience, and the fact that um, that you went through this and are still here trying to make it happen. Um, it's, it's, uh, how are you holding up after, after yeah, all of this? I mean, a, a major loss is always never easy. No. But, uh, you know, my parents were always big believers on everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just got to keep moving on and just, keep living you know and it's been it has been a difficult you know couple of years but I feel like that you know even though they're not physically here they're still here with me and helping me they're your angels yeah, yeah and um you know with the last song that I released, it, it, it's so true, and it has really helped me heal. And uh, it's a song that we're going to play for everyone, and you just finished a, a beautiful music video. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I think this song is going to, um, even without the tragedy in your life, which makes this so personal for you, yeah. uh, the song is a, a, is a song that... Uh, will touch everybody who gets an opportunity to hear it. And hopefully a lot of people will be hearing this song soon. Uh, so it's called One Day Closer to You. 
and uh, it's a beautiful song. And the music video, which I saw recently, uh, which we're going to help you try to get this song out there for people to see, is a beautiful music video as well. Thank so, you. Well, I'm so we, glad you guys liked it. Oh, we loved it. Carl, uh, my business partner in New York, just loved it. I loved it. And the, the person who put it together for you is a just very talented young man. And, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. you can give him a plug if you want. I mean, Yeah. No, uh, Grant did an amazing job, and he's just yeah. great to work with in general. Yeah. So, yeah, that music video is spectacular. I'm sure you'll be seeing it soon uh, everywhere. But let's give the song a listen. Uh, because it's it's a very emotional one, and we and, and, and you need to hear it. Uh, it's called One Day Closer to You, so we'll listen to that right now and talk about it on the other side. I'm just a girl with nobody to blame with life, running from pain, trying to find my way. Cause home doesn't feel like home with you gone, and time won't let me stop moving on. It's hard to keep from hiding from the rain. Cause every second that goes by, every minute that I miss you. Every morning sunrise reminds me of all I've been through But right now I'm just enjoying the view One day closer to you I'm all alone with you Trying to figure out the reasons why Home doesn't feel like home with you gone And now I'm used to being up at dawn Doesn't get any better over time Cause every second that goes by Every minute that I miss you Every morning Reminds me of all I've been through But right now I'm just enjoying the view
All right, so uh, we're back, and it's uh, it's hard to um, you know it's it's hard to imagine. Like I said before, this we play the song about what you went through, and um, and especially that you had written the song really for your mom. Yeah. So, uh, my mom was visiting me here in Nashville for my cousin's fortieth birthday. I hope it's okay. I told her age. But um, <laughs> we were out on Broadway, and you know we were having an amazing time. We, me and her, were like arms linked, you know, walking down Broadway, getting into a taxi, laughing and everything. And she, she has had she had a history of heart problems. So like in third grade, when I was in third grade, she had um, open heart like bypass surgery. So she's always had heart problems, but we never knew um, her heart was, I guess, getting that bad. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, we, the next morning after, you know, the Broadway, she, uh, it was like 3, 5 a.m. I woke up to her, you know, throwing up and took her to the ER and it just kind of all unfolded. I've experienced two different types of death. One that's quick, um, like she co-blued and, and it, that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever she passed away, my dad was battling stage four lung cancer and he wasn't doing very great with it at the time. And your mom was kind of the caretaker. Yeah, she was the caretaker at the time. So whenever she passed away i made the executive decision that i need to go mm-hmm. home and take care of dad because he was wasn't getting any better yeah so i lived with him for i guess it would be almost a year because my mom passed away in may of 18 and my dad passed away in, in june of 19 so a little over a year yeah um I took care of him, and I was still trying to do my music mm-hmm. while I was there, which is how you know you guys helped me while I was there right. as well. Um, and it was with my dad. It was you know one of those deaths that you have to accept and slowly watch, you know, and. Um, it's been, it's made me stronger. Yeah. Well, you, you, you certainly have, um, uh, have, are very resilient as a person. You have a great heart and a great soul. We, we, we were drawn to you because of everything. Um, and uh, you got some champions around you that are going to try to do whatever they can to help you. Yeah. You got a great publicist, great publicity oh, yeah. team. You got people who believe in you, and uh, Carl and myself are the same. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, your your story is uh, is unique, and it's um, sad, but in a way, it's also. Um, it's also very ins- inspiring because 
you're doing it. You're out there. You're back in Nashville. You've moved here. You're integrating yeah. yourself in the community. You're uh, beginning to make really important connections in the music industry that will hopefully help you. Uh, and you have a new yeah. EP out, too. I mean, through all of this, you come out and you record, uh, you know, a yeah. new project. Um, it's been amazing. It's, what a ride. I mean, it's, yeah, been, it's been this roller coaster of craziness and... Yeah, uh, and uh, you know I have to just kind of commend you, and uh, you inspire me. You inspire people uh, who you meet, but it's true you. because um, we have good feelings about you, and thank you. Uh, and so we're here to do anything we can to help you. Let's put it that way. Um, yes. With this EP, I mean, there's songs, a uh, song called "City," and the song that you writ, uh, writ, writ. Let's listen to my English. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you co-wrote with a bunch of great people in town, and uh, the tracks are... And I invite you to go to Spotify or Apple Music, YouTube, uh, to yeah. find uh, Dakota's music. Uh, DakotaDanielle.com is your website. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, your Instagram is... Dakota Danielle Music as well. Yes. And uh, we're going to finish this podcast today uh, with uh, the hopes and putting good vibes out there everywhere that people who listen to this and yeah. uh, will want to listen to your music, get inspired by your music, and become a fan of yours, and, uh, and then spread the word. Share yeah. it. Share it to your Share friends. That's the, way like thing, that's the way things happen today in this business. Yes. A lot of it is social media driven. And so when you're getting clicks and likes and people are sharing it, and that's how the word spreads. So we want everybody out there to do uh, what's right. Listen to great yeah. music from Dakota Danielle. I won't. And, uh, and you'll, be, you'll love her music. It comes from the heart and the soul. Mm. What do you want us to play off of the new, CD, uh, the uh, new EP? Let's see. We have City, do Small Town Talk, Maria, and Growing Old. Let's do Small Town Talk. Bobby got a DUI leaving the bar last night My love left with Luke at closing time Addy and Hank broke up after five long years Jane moved home from college to live back here Fast around a place like this Oh, there's no mind in your own business The truth is stretched and lies are told Nobody ever really knows You can get caught up in it all Small town talk A hangout Where dirt is spread And secrets go To come out 
pleasure to have you here and we wish you the nothing but the best in the future with the the song that's being pushed right now one day closer to you in the video and i'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot about you in the future my dad always said um well he named he said he named me dakota because uh, i was born one pound and 11 ounces what i was born one pound and 11 ounces so my dad named me dakota because he thought it sounded strong so Amazing Technically, story. I've been fighting ever since. Yes. And keep fighting. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to do I'll it. I'll be keep, put, keep putting out music. You're so. going to do it. All right. Uh, thank you again. And until next time, this is John Alexander for the Bantwango Podcast. <laughs>